Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Okay, welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I am your host, Bill Janice, and I'm very excited today because today we are doing something we have never done before here at Hey Girl. I am doing a panel interview with three of the most talented people you ever want to meet, um, and I'm very excited. So let me introduce you. Uh, first, we have a dear friend of mine coming to us from Los Angeles, California. He is in the fashion industry and, in my opinion, a fashion icon himself. He is the store director for a luxury fashion house in Hollywood. This is Bradley Moore. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm happy to be here. I'm thrilled you're here. And I it's been a while since we've seen each other. Too <laughs> so other, long. Other than the other day. But before that, it had been a really long time. Right. <laughs> you know what? Twice in a week, this is a record for us over the last two years, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm very happy about it. <laughs> and next, coming to us from Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, is, a, uh, of course, again, another dear friend of mine, my best friend. He is a performing artist, an entrepreneur, and he is also the owner of suspense ariel uh here in las vegas this is justin driscoll hey girl hey girl how you doing (laughs) good how are you (laughs) i'm doing fabulous i'm happy to be here babe (laughs) i don't even know why we're laughing so hard we're already laughing this is gonna be a great interview (laughs) all right and last but not least um actually i'm realizing this in real time as i'm about to introduce you i think i've known you the longest um out of everyone on the panel um and she's a very dear friend of mine she's coming to us today from st louis um she is a big huge tastemaker mover and shaker in the beverage and mixology world um and she's just actually quite brilliant in every way this is meredith berry hey girl hey girl how are you i'm good how are you (laughs) i'm good i mean honestly if this dog keeps on growling throughout this interview (laughs) We might just have to work it in. I mean, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, I'll I'll have to, we'll have to fix it in post. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Yeah, we're super excited to be here, though. I, yeah, thanks for inviting me. I love it. Listen, well, let's just, let's, let's hear it for our, uh, for our panel. Sorry, I, I, I just found I just found a soundboard, so get ready because there's more. <laughs> anyway, well, listen. Obviously, um, uh, let's get it. Let, let me get us together here. So uh, we are definitely in the in the middle of our very uh, wonderful partnership with our dear friends at Chambord Black Raspberry Liqueur, and uh, I thought it would be a really great opportunity to talk to all of you uh, about Pride. Um, in pride related topics. Yes. And, you know, uh, especially since all of us, obviously all of us are members of the same community, but we're all coming from different, different cities, 
different uh there's different things going on especially with different pride festivals but also just the overall messaging um i thought it'd be a really good time to to just get together and chat um sean board is obviously one of our 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 dear friends and a big supporter of the lgbtq plus community and uh and we love that (laughs) so We do love that. We do love so, that. Yes, we do. All right. So I want to get the party started here, but I first would love to read um, a press release uh, from the national brand team at Shambord, uh in regards to Pride. It says, Shambord is proud to step up efforts to support the LGBTQ plus community now and in the future, not just during Pride Month, but all year long. Through an ongoing relationship with the PFLAG team, as well as with bartenders, influencers, and media dedicated to providing the same support efforts. In 2019, Shambord formed a partnership with PFLAG to help provide support for families within the LGBTQ plus community. The partnership was supported by in-store National Coming Out Day and Pride-related programs. Sponsorship of PFLAG events and a $10,000 donation, which has continued annually since then. So... Having said that, this is definitely one of the brands. This is one of our big, well-known worldwide brands that supports us not just during National Pride Month in June, but all year round. So we obviously appreciate that. But so actually, yeah, let's just hold on. <laughs> I mean, they do. I mean, they really do. You know, they just, they just love us. So anyway, I don't know how to fade that, that sound effect out, though. But anyway, <laughs> it's so hard. The studio <laughs> audience is loving us today. Anyway. <laughs> First time ever with a live studio audience, too. Bill. First time with a live studio audience. I love it. So um, the Hey Girl family loves them. So, yes, Sean Boy. <laughs> I think so, that's so fantastic that they put that out. It's really important. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Let me actually pose this question to you, Meredith. We'll get started with you. We, I, I think it is obviously really important conversation. It's something that's been kind of going on um, with it, within a lot of us. I think in the last decade, for example, we surge of large corporations, big brands, worldwide recognizable names that are kind of jumping on a bandwagon in June to celebrate Pride. And yes, we are always grateful for support when we when it comes. But I think that there's been a conversation lately um, that there are some brands that are just trying to capitalize or monetize on our celebration, and they don't really do anything the other eleven months of the year to support us. So, what what is your take on that? Yeah, I mean, we need them. I mean, that's just like the. Terrible She's period. like, I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for the. I mean, it's the I, terrible, I mean, I, I definitely went through a period of my life being like, "Fuck that shit." Sorry if I'm cursing, right. but like, right. um, I went through a period of my life where I was like, "Get these corporations out of here." What's going on? Pride is about you know a public display of like us as a work of art, and and you know us being uh you know a reminder basically of, of those who came before us right absolutely that created yes. the safer world and this is our expression and they're they have no place here because they weren't for us before so why are we just letting them run it um i definitely had many moments and i still struggle however we need them because there has been change because of these companies right. and yes 
the the important thing is to to recognize that it's like you can't just jump on a bandwagon and monetize from this. You also have to be a part of it all the time. And that's what's great about Shambord saying what they're saying. Because, I mean, honestly, right now, it's a really big deal. Yeah. I mean, there's so many companies. It's like, and of course, they're so loud about it. Like, they even have, like, USA Today is doing an article being like, look at all these companies that are giving to the community the month of pride. So exciting. Um, But unfortunately, like, we do need them. And, and that's the unfortunate truth. It's like, we are living in a capitalist society and I would love to, uh, say, uh, to, to do this big hurrah against the machine and the capitalism and, um, definitely keep on trying to hold them accountable. And I think that's the, the, the best thing, um, holding them accountable for the rest of the year. That's what's so amazing about Shambord doing this. And there's about like 12 companies that HRC always does this, um, report yearly. And if you want to find out more, HRC, the human rights campaign, they have a corporate equity index. And so you have okay. 12 companies that you know for sure are doing it year round, right? That are giving. Oh, that's great. What are those companies? Oh, I'll tell you. Um, tell me, girl. Uh, number 12 is Uber. Very, okay. very interesting. They give amazing like uh, leave to partners who are uh, having children. It's a San Francisco based company even though they have a lot of other problems that they need to deal with and fix. Just saying most of these companies do, but thank you for your year round support. Target is number 11. Uh, number 10. Okay. Yeah. Target, which is great. Salesforce is number 10. Who knows what they are? Sounds like sales. <laughs> number nine is Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. Thanks for all of your queer content. Really appreciate True. it. Love True. it. Um, mm-hmm pretty sure I got Ammonite uh, in on Netflix early showing. And if you haven't seen Ammonite, I really recommend it. It's like lesbian uh, repression porn. Uh, (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) It's been lots of hand touching with like nothing happening. <laughs> is that wait? Is that is that how lesbians do it? No, yeah, okay. lots of like just quiet hand touching, like just really like trying. It's to really get subtle. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super subtle, and then just like <laughs> that heavy breathing. Ooh, <sighs> you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is good. <laughs> um, honestly, though, at the end, you get everything that you would want. I love it. As very impressive. As long impressive. as we all finish at the end, we're good. And that's no. what I'm saying. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have those moves back in the day. <laughs> right. But they that's were okay. That's it's, okay. An, it's, it's an interpretation. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, number eight is Johnson & Johnson. Okay. The vaccine I got. Uh, number. <laughs> I like that you felt the need to just put that in there. Too, that I'm vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated know? too. Good. Yes, girl. I, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take us. I got COVID and it was awful. So I'm like, I don't, I don't ever want to be that sick again. I'll take another vaccine if they ask me to. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! How about if we just all take all three? Right. Just to be safe. All right. 
<laughs> Listen, I've had worse things inside <laughs> my body. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> okay, back, um, to, back to the list. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. Number seven is JP Morgan Chase. Number six is Hyatt. Okay. Number five. Yeah. Number five is Google. Number four, Delta Airlines. Okay. Number three is AT&T. Number two is Apple. And number one is Accenture. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's surprising. Tech, co- tech company, that's interesting. right? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they, we love you then. That That's where we... We love you. And all the other uh, companies that shall not be named, <clears throat> Walmart, Chick-fil-A, things like that. <laughs> yes. You can go screw yourself. And not just during the month of June. You can go screw yourself year-round. Not... <laughs> where is your soundboard? Oh, right shit. Now? Sorry. Oh. Let me go back. It's on the other page. I got to wait. Oh, wait. Well, I'll, I'll be re- I, I can't recreate the moment. So let's, let's keep going. You can't, yeah, you keep can't. going. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it's the thing is, it's like, thank you, those companies, for celebrating us. And thank you also to the companies that are there. But what they really need to do right now is get into legislation, in my opinion. Like, you can't just do these things during the month of June um, and and not help us out in other ways. If you are going to monetize off of us and we need to hold you accountable as consumers, and this is the only thing that we have the power to do, is to hold them accountable to helping us year-round. Yeah. This year is going to have the most anti-LGBTQ plus measures put into law. Of three years combined. Combined, it's yeah. Beating 2015. And these are mostly what's the most deplorable is that these are laws against our youth. Yes. And about half of them transgender youth. And it's really disgusting um, that they want to, you know, dehumanize them and break their spirit at a young age. And so what we need, we the only way that we're going to make it is if these big companies put, I mean, basically their money where their mouth is. So if you're going to go and say like Facebook and, you know, Lowe's and um, Amazon and all these big companies with lots of backing and lots of money, if they are going to go into pride and be a part of it, then they also need to get into our legislation because the biggest problem that's happening, and I know I'm on a soapbox right now, so thank you. No, I love it. Keep going. Um, What's important, the biggest thing that's happening is that it's actually like not a priority of the American public to do these laws. It's just not like even there is a study that 60 percent of even Trump voters don't even care. Right. You well, and that's what's so disappointing as well, because I feel the same. I think we all feel the same way yeah. when you see. There are people even in our individual lives that claim to support us and they're our friends or our family or what have you. But lately, the conversation, it's almost like it's fallen by the wayside. They think they like the other issues or their 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 tax refunds are more important than our human rights. Right. And they've used that as a license to be like, well, you know, I support your friend. I'm like, well, you're voting against me, though. But they don't even realize that they are because really when it comes down to it, it's these giant, these anti-hate groups with a lot of backing as well that are starting yeah. all of this legislation. So it's not even local legislators. Brad, what, uh, what is your take on, on 
<laughs> oh, well, that was a lot, but it was, <laughs> it is a lot. Sorry, <laughs> real serious, real quick. We're just gonna drink we, my wine, Bill. We took a we took a, a real deep dive, real quick, right at the top of the show. But no, but those are obviously. Let's get into it, though. Really, I mean, because these are all very valid, valid talking points and conversations to have. But Brad, I'm curious, uh, just again in regards to. The similar question in regards to big corporations celebrating us, uh, or and quote unquote supporting us um, only during Pride. I mean, did, what is, is do you think that's them talking out of both sides of their mouth, or what? What is your take you on all what? that? I think for a lot of companies, it's a stepping stone. Um, I think starting with support during the month of June is dipping your toes into the allied waters. So I think we need to really define what being an ally is, and I think. Seeing support in the month of June during Pride is how we begin that process. I think there's a lot more that companies need to do. And quite frankly, for me, I really think it starts with their employment processes. I really think it starts with ensuring that your workforce is diverse, that it's fully inclusive. Once we get that portion done, then I think it's allowing your employees to start having conversations that can sometimes be a little uncomfortable, but having conversations that are geared about how certain words make them feel, how certain actions make them feel, okay. and not being afraid to say, listen, I may be a member of the LGBTQ plus community, and the things that so-and-so has said, the things that the company are doing, it doesn't sit right by me. Being able to have those conversations mm-hmm. and listen and really grow from them is, I think, how we start getting these companies supporting us year-round, not just through some pride party and not just through supporting a flow, but, you know, really making sure that the LGBTQ plus community can find great jobs with great companies and be able to be themselves fully while they're at work. Absolutely. So, Justin, this might be... Uh... <laughs> Well, you and I come from similar backgrounds, and so you and I were, we're, we were performers, so our workplace, we were, I mean, we were dancing and G-strings and rhinestones, so it was okay to be gay in our, in our work, workplace, but, but I mean, no, but I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm obviously saying that as a joke from our, our time in Jubilee, but have you personally experienced in regards to the workplace, have you experienced uh, any times where you felt not just discriminated, excuse me, discriminated against, but also maybe ever afraid to be out, to actually be out at work? Um, For my personal stance, I don't think mm-hmm. so because I did come out at such a young, young age and I kind of got to be myself and just say either you accept it for who what I am and this this is it or sure. you don't. So I learned that at such a younger age than a lot of people, older people do in the corporate world. Um, I have plenty of friends that are in the corporate world that do feel like they can't be who they are or be out and be proud and say like, well, they don't even have to say that they're gay. Like, you know, they just, they can't even just be themselves in general. And because yeah. they feel suppressed by what I like to call the big machine, you know? Going back to though, like going back on what um, Bradley was saying about the corporates and being year round, like one of the big things um, that I remember uh, for people that don't don't follow the the legislation and stuff like that, what's going on, or like what corporate companies are putting their money towards. Um, I remember Campbell's Soup came out with um, a right, Christmas. Right. It was a Christmas commercial, and they had a gay couple in it. So that's like one noticeable. That's one noticeable thing that's saying like they're they're an ally. They're supporting us year round. Right. It's a freaking Christmas commercial, and they have a gay couple on it. So that's like one noticeable 
noticeable thing saying like, hey, they are an ally of ours. They support us year round. They're they're there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think we can all agree that we are more um, easy to or more prone to um, give business to or spend our money in, with companies that support us year round. <laughs> so. Do you guys, does anyone remember other than, uh, does anyone else remember like the first time they saw something in the media, Brad, like uh, in the media that actually portrayed gay, a uh, uh, gay couple or a gay character? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, so if we want to go way back, um, I remember when I was a kid and I watch old TV shows with my parents, I remember on Bewitched, she had. Oh, that that's way uncle. back. Girl. Do you remember her <laughs> uncle? Who always loved the scarves. Oh my god, his name is escaping me now. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I do know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, I can't think I of his name either. I remember being a kid and watching that show and being like, there's something different about that, man. Um, <laughs> which I think was interesting for a show all the way back then to start to introduce a character that was stereotypically gay without just flat out being sure. like, hey, this guy's a huge mo. Um, right. <laughs> so I think that was great. But I mean... Honestly, growing up with Will and Grace, I think that was such a great moment just for the U.S., uh, just sure. for even beyond the U.S., just for the LGBT community in a primetime position where it wasn't just something late at night that only your parents could watch. It was kind of a show that you would watch as a family sometimes. The storyline was funny. It was a comedy. Um, it was I think, Absolutely. a great introduction to LGBT plus community in primetime television. So Justin, do you think, I want to actually ask you this. So in regards to like, you know, all these shows that we've kind of talked about and, you know, even Brad mentioned um, the the character on Bewitched that. Uncle Arthur. I looked it up. Uncle Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um, But just about, you know, how they had to make him so flamboyant without flat out saying he was gay. I'm curious, do you think that a lot of these shows would withstand the test of time? Do you think that if we if that came out today, would it be offensive? No, I don't think if it came out. To us? No, like, would we I be offended so. that, they, that they depicted a character like that? Or do you think that it's okay? Well, everyone had to draw their own conclusion about that character, I guess, instead of him coming out and say that he is gay. And I think that's what our end goal is to, instead of saying, I had to come out and say that I'm gay, we, don't, we just want people to look at us and love us no matter what who we love no matter anything we want to be we don't want to be that labeled as like oh i have to come out i have to do this i have to we want to be just a human we want equal rights is what we want at the end of the day so i don't think so i personally don't think so i don't think so okay no i was just curious you know because you know how uh sometimes i don't know i'll say like i sometimes and i actually did really like this show uh when it was when it was current um but Sex in the City, for example, I happened to catch myself watching a rerun not that long ago, and I don't know some of the some of the gay jokes did not at least for me didn't withstand the test of time. I mean, I'm not a prude, and so it, it, believe me, I'm I'm still fine with the show. But when I heard them again, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's kind of offensive," you know, like kind of a things. But I remember you when it what? initially aired, it didn't occur to me to be offended by it. So it's it's just the social climate has changed. I think when they first started introducing gay characters into primetime shows, I think they kind of had to go over the top stereotypical cliche and make it more comedy mm-hmm. to get more okay. people involved. You kind of have to think of like, what is a joke? A joke is a half truth, they say. 
Um, so they kind of had to take it to an extreme, make it somewhat laughable. And then you weren't laughing at them there because they were gay. It was a joke that just happened to be gay. I think shows now have done a much better job at scaling back some of the stereotypes, scaling back some of the jokes. Um, yeah. I look at like modern I family, agree with that 100%. like modern family, don't get me wrong. There's still some moments that are like a little cringeworthy. Um, right. But, <laughs> but I think when they first started introducing these characters, they had to go with those stereotypes but we're starting yeah. to get to a place with the community and even just like the mainstream America, even the areas that don't have these huge LGBTQ plus communities where we can be a little more subtle and it still gets the point across. Right. Totally. I know. And I, I love, I love how you said that. I mean, I know that I scream subtlety. Everything about me is subtle. So I'm just, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flamboyant without even trying. But, you know, that is a stereotype. But, and that's, I guess, more of what I was kind of getting at as well, is that do the stere- are the stereotypes you know offensive what I think now, or are they still okay? I don't know. As a gay man who I think hits a lot of the stereotypes, I'm not overly offended. Um, I think if they were to make, if they were to villainize it, then of course I'd feel very upset. Or if they were to make it like the downfall of a character, like, oh, this character is great, but he's not that sure. list, then I'd probably be a little offended. But... You know, if you hit a couple stereotypes here and there, I mean, listen, I think we can all check a few boxes. I think, though, too, like with the the new shows that are coming up, they're being bigger cast, like that show Generations on HBO, I believe it is. Like, that's a, that's a big cast. It's not just a cast of four. So that one character is not shoved down your throat so much. And the bigger the cast, mm-hmm. you get different, you get different sure. characters. The ensemble. So it's just like, yeah. So with the smaller cast, it's just like, being sh- that character is being shoved down your throat with let's just take will and grace jack for instance like his character which i love him but he's just being shoved down your throat so much because he's predominantly the character of the show you know right yeah i get that wow film critics listen now. to us with all this. <laughs> <laughs> i mean Right, all of a sudden right. we went into to credit, yeah, Critics' Choice over here. So let's talk about Pride. Um, obviously, you know, National Pride Month is June, uh, but there's m- still many more Pride festivals going on around the country and throughout the summer, and some into October as well. And I- I'm wondering, let me just let me just get this started off by I'll start with Brad. Like, what what is Pride for you? Ooh, what is Pride for me? So Pride has changed a lot over the years. Um, so I think. For me, when I think about pride, I think about it, I use an analogy that it's like a stairwell. So I think we're constantly kind of going up this stairwell. We're climbing the stairs, getting higher, taking ourselves and our community higher. I think pride is a moment where we hit that landing. It's a moment where you can catch your breath, take a breather, enjoy yourself a little, have a couple drinks, have a couple dances, see your friends. But then it's time to get back on those stairs. It's time to keep climbing. It's time to keep progressing the community. It is time to keep driving, you know, equality um, and all the things that we need to be, you know, considered equal in the ki- in the world. Um, so for me, that's what it is. It is a great moment to celebrate all the achievements we've had so far, but a great moment to also realize we still got some work to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that. Uh, you and I have a, a fun pride uh, memory and story yeah. together. <laughs> So currently, Pride is Tell the audience. also my anniversary of meeting my now husband. Um, Bill, you and I went to... Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. We're very excited about it. 
<laughs> we, um, Bill, you and I took a whirlwind trip to LA six years ago on Pride. Um, yes, we did, girl. Worked all six, day Friday. Six years already. Six years. I know. It feels like 16 now that I got this guy chained to me. Um, <laughs> you and I took a whirlwind of a trip. We worked all day on a Friday, hopped on a plane, got delayed, got shoved cocktails down our throats by the lovely steward. Um, yes. Made it to LA, <laughs> snuck our way into Mickey's because Bill has, you know, all the best liquor connections. Um, and- <laughs> yeah, because there were lines everywhere. I mean, you oh guys imagine God. West Hollywood during Pride. Line, I mean, un like undoable lines. Like I'm not, I'm not even trying to sound like a diva, but but no, these lines were not doable. Nobody's waiting in these. I'm, we're not waiting in that line. No. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. And we're from Vegas. Exactly. We don't wait in lines. That still stays with me. FYI, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety. He's like, I could see on his face, and he's like. No, 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 not that line. Nope, not that line. And we did, I remember I think you and I went, because we had a group of people, <laughs> and I think I think what initially happened, now that we're talking about it and I'm kind of remembering, I remember we, we attempted to, to cut the line by just me coming up with some story about how I work with Absolute Vodka, which I did at the time, but I wasn't really there for work that day, <laughs> you know, and... um. And the, I remember the door guy was like, well, I, I can let like a couple of you, but you have like a group of like five people with you. Like, yeah. no. And I, which actually is fair. <laughs> and then I think you and I ended up ditching the group. And then we went back because we, we're like, there's just two of us now. We did. We cut it. We did. And we ended up inside this lovely dive bar. Um, and while Bill and some of our other friends were enjoying some cocktails and dancing and having a great time, some lovely man tapped me on the shoulder and told me he liked how my shirt fit. And I rolled my eyes and went, wow, that was the worst pickup line I have ever heard. And then I saw <laughs> Bill and everyone dancing. And you know when you're trying to catch up and you just can't quite get there? And you're like, this is a lost cause. I'm never going to get there. I'm always six drinks behind. That was me that night. No, I don't know that feeling. I'm usually in the lead. But oh. yeah, sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that was me that night. And I just looked at the guy who complimented me on how my solid black t-shirt fit. And I said, do you just want to go? And he looked at me with these big eyes and was like, excuse me? And I was like, you just want to go. I just want to go. And we left. And I've been trying to get rid of him for six years. Uh, but no, he's... Uh, I love that yeah. story. Yeah, it was a good we time. Met, we met your husband. I'm proud. We I'm did. Pride. I mean... That night, that... Per- go on. No, oh, no, I was... Sorry. Go. You finish what you're saying. I was saying, like, who would have guessed that... The, I mean... Yeah. The night that I was coming to LA to just be crazy and forget my life, I started a whole new life. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm honored that I got to be there to witness it. Although, of course, at the time, I remember um, just thinking that it was like a just a hookup, a pride hookup. So mm-hmm. I remember not not being overly friendly with it. <laughs> like, like, not shady, but I was just like, oh, yeah, hi. Like, I yeah. didn't really give, like, a full attention to, like, it, meeting this person. I was just like, oh, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Have fun, guys. And then I went and met up with Justin. He was in some party in the hills. And then I got too messed up. And Justin had to take me back to his place. <laughs> well, anyway, sorry. It worked out for the Back to Pride it. talk. <laughs> fun times. Justin Grawl. Now, you know, you and I. Have been through some crazy prides together. <laughs> we have, yes, so, yes, we have. So before we get into some of that, tell me what pride. Tell me your. Uh, tell me what what pride means to you, babe. 
Um, pride means to me family, home, love, peace. Yeah. So many different things uh, that I can think of is because every pride, when I go and when you see that sea of people, you don't feel alone. You feel so much joy, happiness, love, contentment. You know, you feel everything at once, uh, all the right emotions at once when you're at pride and it, and it just yes. it feels like home. Oh, I love the way you said that, that like feeling all the right emotions yeah. at once. It's like feeling every type of love simultaneously, yep. you know? Ooh, yes. Okay. So, all right. Well, let me say for me, uh, everything you said, yes. So everything, I agree with all of it. <laughs> but there's some fun. But as well. no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I 100% agree with all of that. And I, I love it all. And I think but on a lighter note, um, because we've already covered the, the deep history and the deep cultural history and the significance of pride, just on the more fun, uh, f- excuse me, more lighthearted side of it. I just love also the fact that pride because somebody asked me once, they're like, well, what, what, like specifically about the day of the parade and the day of whatever, you know, that is it so, it's so exciting for you. And I was like, I remember saying something to the effect of, I was like, you know, honestly, it's just because everybody's in, everybody's on board. Nobody's like, Oh, I got to work today or no, or I have other plans or I have all these other things. It's like, it is pride. You're going to brunch. All you can drink brunch. You're going to parade. It's you're see, you're going to see beautiful people all over the place, loving each other, dancing, having fun. And it's just one fun party bar hop after another. And everybody, gets on board nobody's like oh i can't today or whatever and i don't know and everything everything that is in my head year-round finally manifests in front of me like (laughs) in reality like where it's just boys and girls in their underwear and glitter and rainbows and unicorns and cocktails (laughs) i wish that was every day I I mean it is in my head, but not really in reality. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! So wait, what is going on, uh, Brad? What's going on in? Has uh, LA's already had Pride right this year? Right? We had Pride. It felt a little different this year. So there was no parade per se, but there was plenty of different virtual and streaming experiences. Um, and let's be honest, any weekend in West Hollywood is basically Pride weekend. Um, so we still managed <laughs> to have some fun here in uh, West Hollywood. Um, but what I'm really excited about is actually the end of August, there is DTLA Proud, which is kind of like a Pride Festival, but it takes place in downtown LA. Um, and it's an opportunity for a bunch of local companies and a bunch of community members to come together and celebrate Pride in a, you know, a slightly different setting. I think we all feel very comfortable in West Hollywood. I think downtown LA is kind of uh, uncharted territory for us sometimes. So to take the pride mega machine and to move it downtown to DTLA, I think it's a really great, uh, really great initiative. And it gives a lot of people who might not feel quite as comfortable coming to the West side an opportunity to enjoy a pride related event. Oh yeah. Um, at another time. Um, it's a, do you feel like it's less intimidating? It is a little less intimidating. Um, I think it's a little more all encompassing. I think there's a focus on helping the LGBT community, especially business owners in the area, um, getting some additional, you know, some additional press, some additional publicity. I think it's also this year they have all sorts of fun events planned. They have a water park planned. They have a little dance. Friday, there's an all ages event. So you can bring anybody from your family to experience it. Uh, but it really is oh, nice. a, uh, 
a nice variation to the pride, especially this year now that we can actually do things, you know, a little more, uh, albeit carefully, um, we can do things a little more interactively now. I think DTLA Proud is going to be a really great follow-up to pride that we had in June. Do you remember that you were the first person to expose me to, <laughs> that sounds so vulgar, you exposed oh. me to DTLA? <laughs> yes, I was telling you how it's changing and it's becoming this new place. And we went to, at the time, Bar Mattachine, rest in peace, um, and Precinct, Ooh. DTLA. And I remember Oh, I remember you, Precinct, it's yeah. It's changing. It's this great new place and I love it. And Jeff and I come down here for cocktails and we turned a corner and there was a home homeless man defecating on the street sure was yep. but you know that's half the charm half the charm of downtown la i like a little grime with my lux uh so <laughs> yes i remember oh my God, but that was so much fun though because i was staying i wanted to of course you know when you're visiting la you want to go you want to just hang typically hang out in west hollywood mm-hmm. and so but he's like no no no, we're gonna go downtown it's gonna be great it's gonna be great <laughs> and that's what happened but you had a great job but you then i did a time at precinct you took a fantastic photo i oh my god you're so funny i was just looking at that i just <laughs> not on um not on purpose but i it just today i came across that photo and i hadn't looked at it in a long time where i was under the sign that said like long live the queen yes. right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we still went around. We still went and enjoyed ourselves. Bill took a phenomenal photo at Precinct downtown LA. And Bill, I, I remember right, you still had a, quite an enjoyable evening that night. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, okay. Okay, just so, fun. No, it was fun. We, we so, yeah, I ended up hooking up with this really cute guy, um, which, you know. <laughs> Yes. Um, but the <laughs> the read the read is that then of course you know that I was because I was crashing with um with Brad at his place because uh, you know I was living in Vegas but just visiting LA for fun um and I remember getting back to his place in the morning and I would just you know I just wanted to have that girl talk moment I wanted to tell them all about my hookup with this really hot guy. But the minute I told them where he lived, these two queens couldn't <laughs> could not stop asking me about his appliances and the finishes in his apartment. So Tell we had why. looked at that apartment building in the past, and they have two very different setups. Uh, so we were very curious what his flooring and cabinets looked like, because at the time we were contemplating still <laughs> moving to downtown L.A., um so you know we really had to know from a outside perspective when you walked in was it was it to standard were the were those concrete floors polished were those cabinets fresh and clean did we have stainless steel because you know you can't have a white fridge uh so you know very important questions (laughs) and it was but uh, but again imagine me i mean you you guys all know that patience is not a virtue of mine. So I'm in the middle of a story and I keep getting interrupted to ask about appliances. So I was like... <laughs> all things that got plugged in, right, Bill? It was funny. It was funny. So, all right. So <laughs> moving on. Justin, what's going on with Las Vegas Pride? Uh, Las Vegas Pride this year is going to be October 8th and 9th. Uh, we do it in the, the fall season because uh, in June, it's way too freaking hot to do any sort of Pride. Um, so they moved it to the fall so that, uh, we can have less heat and also not compete against other big cities. Atlanta does the same thing. 
I want. I actually really. We have a lot of listeners in, in the Atlanta area, which I which I'm very grateful for. And I actually, um, little little yeah, little hey girl exclusive exclusive for you guys. Um, definitely w- working on finalizing some plans to have a booth at Atlanta Pride for Hey Girl. So hope to see you guys all there. Ooh, anyway, clap, clap, mi- oh yeah, oh yeah, clap. Sorry, oh sorry, hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Meredith. St. Louis had its Pride Festival yet, or no? They postponed it. Okay, because of COVID? Yes, they did one um, small party in a place called Tower Grove Park, not too far from here. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of outdoors and food trucks and a safe, large space. Okay. So they postponed it for the downtown, and that's happening actually this month, August 28th. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, they'll have a main stage and some performers and a little area for vip with a dj and you know so i love that yeah well we yeah go ahead oh i helped a little party during the month of june as well a small one in the gay neighborhood which is called the grove which has the two gay bars (laughs) um (laughs) there are there are others but you know sprinkled about um uh, but I just did a little outside pride party with Bacardi out there, which was kind of fun. Come on, um, Bacardi! Yeah, we love Bacardi. Yeah, they're they're good. Bacardi. They're friends of the Hey Girl Show, of course. Good. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happening. I think um, it's going to be hopefully a little safer. Yeah. Downtown, and, and they'll cap it a little bit. But yeah, I think they'll actually have the parade. So. Oh, good. Oh, well, that'll be good. Listen. All right. So in general, just okay. Let's uh, <laughs> just to bring it back, and not and not to. To I love this lighthearted conversation that we're having, and I'm not attempting to make it darker or serious, but I think this is a valuable point, especially during Pride. Uh, I want to know, I'm going to direct this question to Justin first. I want to know what your opinion or take is on our community in general and in regards to inclusivity. I think that there are a lot, I know we are meant to, we are supposed to be the community of inclusion. Um, I mean... We've got like 20 letters now. So, I mean, it's like we, we, we accept everybody. <laughs> and we are, and that really is our platform. It's the community of inclusion and non-judgment and, uh, and love. And I'm wondering what your opinion is and if you have personally uh, seen it or experienced it where other members in our, in our community feel bullied or unwelcome or excluded from uh, other members in our community because of maybe physical appearance, weight, um, social class, uh, career, whatever it looks like. Yeah, I think that there is a huge problem that I think still needs to be addressed because a lot of people don't feel comfortable coming to Pride because they're not a certain, they don't look a certain way or they don't, aren't a certain age or they feel like they're too old for that uh, type of thing now. We should be welcoming everybody. Everybody. Doesn't matter what you look like, what color you are, what size you are, how big, how small, doesn't matter. Everybody should just be welcome into pride and it should never be any judgment for somebody that wants to not be judged. We are very judgmental group as well. And it still needs to be addressed. Yeah. It's crazy how, um, how much we are divided within this community that is supposed to be inclusive and because of our massive diversity, but we give a label for everything, you know, for every single we do. I mean, right? We label everything. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, 
bears and twinks and like, you know, dikes. And I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? So um, it's wonderful to have these groups that you can feel comfortable in within our community. That you identify with personally. you can identify with personally. But then it also then becomes like the other groups are not you and and not your family. And so there's this like competition and there's this, you know, um, meanness sometimes that can, we can be very catty with each other and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and judgmental and um and maybe that has to do with the I think that the LGBTQ community has a lot of trauma that it needs to address and that is the only way that we're going to start to heal and then be kinder to ourselves and to other people. I think Absolutely. a lot so of you're that, s- Yeah. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I just got excited. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited. Uh, yeah. I just, I feel like that, you know, the reason why we can be so judgmental and so harsh on each other is because that's a, that's a vicious cycle that is from the beginning. It's and, an, yeah, it's an old you know, wound that, that is maybe is coming forward. Ab- and so you're assi- essentially saying, and I know this is, I hope this isn't my simplistic understanding of, of your beautiful or your very um, eloquent answer, but it's just that it starts with us. Everything, all love comes from self-love first. Right. Absolutely. And if you take care of that in yourself um, and realize that like, that's what pride is. It's like you personally are a beautiful work of art and you need to like, you know, showcase that and celebrate it um, no matter what you look like. And, you know, no matter what you, you know, what it is on the outside, like be who you are and let that from an inside, like it's hard, you know, like let that, be the thing that's shining and and fuck everybody else <laughs> yes oh my god i love that oh my god that deserves that deserves a clap <laughs> it is intimidating though so brad i'm curious what you know again not expecting you to have all the answers but i'm curious if you have an opinion or on how do we eliminate that or at least diminish it uh, uh d- lower the amount of judgment and exclusivity from within our own community how do we uh, how do we make it better you know i think it really comes to us challenging ourselves to just be friends be friendly people not be afraid to reach out and speak to somebody get to know somebody who might not be like you um it's Easier said than done. I think we all have our uh, natural biases, which is, you know, it's just part of being a human. Um, but it's training yourself to get outside of that, really connecting with somebody who looks different than you, who may be a different size, color, religion, race, whatever it may be, uh, but really challenging yourself to think outside of the box uh, and introduce yourself, get to know a few people who aren't you, aren't a carbon copy. Um I think a lot of times in the gay community, it's unfortunate we 
gravitate towards those who look like us, act like us, dress like us, whatever it may be. But don't be afraid to get out there and meet some other people in the community. We are a very robust community of individuals. And as you were saying, we are the community that really focuses on inclusivity. So, I mean, I think we all owe it to each other to be a uh, shining example of that. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what really well said. Sorry, Justin, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I agree. Like people should go out and when you go out with your friends, try to find at least one person that you would not normally hang out with and just say hi to them and start a conversation and with your group of friends and see where it goes. Yes, because there's so many times, you know, you could be maybe you're maybe you're out alone, but you're trying to make friends or you're trying to meet people. And, you know, it's that one hello or a kind gesture or a look, even a, a smile or a kind look. It really does elevate your entire vibe you know especially if you're feeling alone exactly no i agree i also the two as we get older are kind of our circles get settled now you know like we're in our late 30s or you know some of us mid 30s whatever uh you know we get settled into our our clicks and that's it you know we don't reach outside of that box either so sometimes we do need to reach outside that box and say hello to somebody and Bring somebody new into the circle. That's a really great point because it is true. And I think I think sometimes it happens with a lot, without us even realizing it until somebody brings that up or or points that out. Yeah. That at, when we were younger, we were we were just uh, at least I know I was. I, mean, I didn't know I know all you guys were too, because we were young together. But I mean <laughs> well, we're still young. But I mean, but we were we were we were very social and we were very we there was no any sort of um hesitation to just walk up and talk to a stranger somewhere at when you were out and introduce yourself. And, and I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe there, I don't want to blame it completely on social media, but I I think that we all are in too much into our devices in general right now. And it's like, we're now, that's how we're used to meeting people. We're used to meeting, even if you're at the same bar, you're used to still being on grinder to talk to somebody first before you walk up to them. But, um, right. Who's five feet away. away. Yeah. So it, it, yes, it is a little different. Um, but also the other side of that, or excuse me, in addition to that, is what you said, Justin, is that I think as we're older, sometimes we really do, maybe unintentionally, we are just kind of comfortable slash set in our ways, maybe? I don't know. Like we have our like core close group of friends and we're not really, look, we're not accepting new friend applications lately. You know what I mean? Right. We've weeded out the bad people already. But yeah, I think that as we've gotten older we you know we we have our we have our smaller group of friends maybe because maybe we're a little bit more selective over who we spend our time with and i think that's a natural um thing to start doing as we've gotten a little bit older but i think we need to also remember to oh not be closed off to anyone new or meeting new people especially people that don't necessarily look like us <laughs> Tell me, as a, just to kind of round things out here, I'm going to go around. I'll start with Justin. Can you, would you mind giving us some final words or final thoughts on what pride means to you? Uh, pride is just remembering who you are and where you came from. And no matter your background or your differences between anybody else, love yourself and love everybody around you and be proud and, and hold your head up high. Yes, girl. Bradley. Pride. So to me, pride, <laughs> just what Justin said, to really celebrate where we came from, um, how far we've come. But I also think it's a great reminder that we've still got work to do. Um, sure. Almost think of it like you're in a stairwell, like you've hit that landing. So you've, 
you hit that landing, you stop, you take your breath, you have a couple drinks. There's still stairs to climb. But while you're on that landing, enjoy. Have a good time. And take a- Come on, girl. Yes, I like that analogy. I really like that analogy. I've never used it. I don't climb stairs, but I'm just saying. Yeah. That, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can vision that. I loved it. Loved it. Got Yes, I, I get it. <laughs> It's a great, great analogy. I love it. Meredith, what are your thoughts? Yeah. um, Pride has changed over the years for me. And now it's, it's definitely um, seeing it through the eyes of people experiencing pride for the first time has reinvigorated my meaning of what that time of year is. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I believe that I've gotten jaded and uh, it's kind of like seeing it through the eyes of a child or seeing it through somebody who's just, you know, finally seeing it for out. the first time or something. Yeah. Yeah. And their experience. And it means so much to them to be yeah. a part of it. And um, it's a celebration and I remember my first one was very special for me when I was newly out. And I, to see giant groups of people who felt the way I felt um, gave me the strength to keep going further in my journey towards the truth mm-hmm. because I felt empowered yeah. um, and not alone. I love that. That's beautiful. And I, I think we can all empathize with that and, and, and relate to that feeling because that's really what it's all about. I mean, you, when, you know, when we were all growing up and again, it's different now, but as we talked about earlier in the episode, we talked about the, the kids now being a little bit more free and open to express themselves the way we maybe felt our generation felt oppressed from doing. Um, so I, I remember that feeling as well when I, when my first pride as well, just, Exactly what you described, seeing these large numbers of people out in public openly supporting each other um, was it was really, you know, it it gave me the strength to keep going, you know, absolutely. (laughs) I think we can all agree that uh, one way to elevate our pride is with Shambord. So (laughs) we have to bring it back home. Well, I, I gotta that. try and make that. I gotta try and make that sound less cheesy. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't less, know. And let's pay for it. I mean, they. Didn't... <laughs> that was pretty good. Was it good? Should I try yeah. one more time? I'll try one more time. All right, cool. Okay. Hold on a second. So, wait. I again. I think we can all agree that one great way to elevate all of our prides is with Shambord. I want to know, Meredith. How, what's your favorite way to to take Shambord? Peanut butter jelly shot. A little Ooh. bit of shortboard, a little bit of Frangelico. Shake it up. <laughs> okay, girl, okay, God, I love the choreography you just did while you were saying that. <laughs> Justin, Justin, well, I think I know your answer because you created our Hey Girl or a Hot Girl Summer cocktail with Stumboard. So I, I think did. that's. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the cocktail. Uh, the cocktail is a just a Stumboard uh, lemonade. Um, so what you want to do is vodka tonic water and then top it off with chambord some lime juice and some mint all right bradley (laughs) you know just a little bit of chambord with some champagne a little bit of color a little bit of taste come on girl little bubbles 
Pretty tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually it. doing. I'm, I'm like the mixologist that. and I'm like peanut butter jelly shots. And Justin's like this beautiful cocktail. <laughs> and like bubbles. <laughs> and I'm like, give me the garbage shot. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm actually, I love it. So we're doing um, for the finale of this partnership, which is in two weeks, we're doing um, a brunch here at the Hey Girl Penthouse uh, and we'll do a live stream. Mm-hmm. And we're, and I'm just calling it shop instead of, you know, I'm just putting Sean board and brunch together. I'm calling it the Sean brunch. And I have oh. a pastry chef that's coming to make uh, some bit to bake some great goodies with Sean board and probably some like waffles and like brunch food and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we'll have a bunch of different cocktails from brand team is going to come and uh, serve us up with some Cure Royales and some, uh, we'll do the hot girl summer cocktail. It'd be a lot of fun. So you guys will have to check uh, tune in for that. But um, also I learned, I'm really excited. I learned how to make those little like boba pearls out of Chambord. So I'm going to make those to put in our champagne. So it's going to be really great. Um, Beautiful. So it's a very diverse brand. Yes. We're really fancy over here <laughs> with Chambord and yeah. the Hey Girl the Hey Girl Penthouse. So anyway, I just adore all of you. I really do. And I'm very, very grateful for your time. I, I, I wish we could all be in the same place, but because um, uh, I miss you guys. I don't get to see you all um, often, as often as we should. So happy to spend this evening with you all. Aww. I know. It's been fun. I love it. I do love you so much, Bill. And I just like, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for having me be on the show. And honestly, like, um, it's a, it, to me, it's also a, such a special show that you're, you're making here with Shamboard and, um, important topics to talk about. And, um, I just think you're a fucking delight. And <laughs> thank <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks girl. So anyway, obviously again, just want to wish everybody a happy pride. Make sure you get out there and get your Shamboard cocktails wherever you're at. I know that our friends at Shamboard would like me to remind you to love proudly and enjoy responsibly. Please don't forget to check out the Hey Girl Podcast website at heygirlpodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U. For not just episodes, we have musical playlists. We have branded merchandise. Um, we have cocktail tutorials. Mm-hmm. And we even have food on there. So check out. We, uh, we definitely have... Um, some pastries on there um, and some baking tutorials on what you can do other functionality and other um, uses for Shambord, not just for your cocktails. You can bake with it too. Anyway, having said it, now we got through the business. Have a great weekend, girls. Happy pride, girls. Happy pride. pride. Thank you. We love you. (laughs) 